the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Good to see you back, Brendan. Oh, wrong button. Ha. Yeah, uh, it's good to be back. Oh, good, good. I was wondering last week. I was like, oh. But then you said that you emailed me. You told me you weren't going to be here. I got to start reading those emails. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. Anyway, all good. All right, folks, uh, appreciate you joining us this morning. My friend Drew came to join me again. Good morning, Drew. Good morning, good morning. Hanging out on the radio, you know. Kind of cool stuff to do on Saturday morning. What what else are you going to do on Saturday morning at seven a.m.? Sleep. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is something you could be. But all you people listening, don't be sleeping while you're listening to me on the radio, though. I appreciate you joining us, actually. So, uh, good stuff here again this morning on Auto Talk Radio. As always, following the Garden Guys. Um, you know, I learn something every time I come in and listen to uh, these guys on the Garden Show. I had no idea that there was a there was a uh, a vi- uh, actually a bacteria that trees or citrus trees are catching now so um wow interesting huh i'm gonna call it like i told them it's the covid covid of of citrus i mean the way they were describing it all last hour it definitely sounded like it because again there's a lot of uh rapid research that's going on to trying to cure this whole thing oh. and um it, 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 there's like things that are ta- like the research is including like growing a citrus tree next to a citrus tree and that citrus tree can actually kill whatever that bacteria is they were talking about how a hornet could actually uh, eat the disease base or oh, well. the bacteria itself so all this kind of uh you know like really rapid research that no one knows how so if or, a hornet eats the bacteria it doesn't kill the hornet I don't. Yeah, I guess not. Apparently, uh, but, but but this this hornet is hard to procreate. I think is how they were uh, saying that is the reason why that that idea is not really a very viable idea right now. Interesting, so. interesting. Well, yeah, because if all the citrus trees die, that means that we don't have any orange juice or lemons or limes or 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 uh, grapefruits. And, or- and they were just talking about that too. That frozen concentrate that you get at the stores <laughs> and orange juice in general, you're going to watch those prices double up or triple up even because because so. the supply is going to be exactly down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. So, what what will we put in our mimosas? That's the only concern I have at this point. I hate mimosas. My wife loves mimosas. She can have them all. I, I hate them. Just straight champagne. Yeah. yeah. That does not come from a citrus tree. That does not. <laughs> no. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. And and I, I, I usually just put a drop of, or two of grapefruit juice in, in it. So, you know, a bottle of grapefruit juice could last me for like 40 bottles of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be fine. We'll yeah. be fine. So we'll get it worked out. All right, folks, give us a call here this morning. Anything automotive related, though, one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Now that we've recapped the garden show, um, we're going to move on to Auto Talk Radio. Um, today we are talking about how important is it to change your spark plugs when you're supposed to? I would imagine it'd be fairly important <laughs> if you want your car to run right. Yeah, yeah, it can cause a lot of problems if not. So uh, we're going to go through that and talking about that. Uh um, interesting things happening this week, uh, automotive wise. And, uh, of course I'm sure, you know, once again, as always, we talk about, uh, um, EVs, electric vehicles a lot in the new, cause we all know that, uh, the great governor of this state has, uh, um, signed a bill that in, uh, um, 
2035, you won't be selling anything but electric vehicles in the state of California, which is quite interesting. But I, I just comes the thought again because I saw uh, once again in the news, uh, uh, local news, they were talking about, about uh, the, uh, the, uh, a couple weekends ago, a bunch of people had headed to, of course, there's a lot of EVs on the road now, right? Right. Headed to Vegas, and there was a line of people in Baker waiting to charge their their vehicle. <laughs> well, that's the other interesting part of that is because we don't even have the structure right now or the infrastructure in order for people to even charge their vehicles, even around you know Escondido at uh, at the mall. Like a bunch of those aren't even turned on, right? And they've been sitting there since. 2020 when when because they started installing them right in the middle of covid uh-huh. and yet they still have not set them up for people to charge so it's two years later they're covered and they're they, ready to go and they got to be hooked to the the grid and all that already because they dug i saw where they dug all the holes in yeah. the parking lot and ran the ran the power to them and stuff so i i don't know why they're not but they're not i i don't know this for a fact but i want to say that the reason why they're not hooked up and ready to go is because they haven't had an inspector to go out there and inspect them to make sure that they are safe for usage gotcha you know another thing that i heard about um all those charging terminals Mm -hmm. is that they set all this stuff up and there's but the people that that they're in the contracts there's no warranty on them so if That's they helpful. break, who's who's gonna? Yeah, how are they gonna fix them and what? So, right. I, which is interesting. Yeah, you know, we we tend to with this whole thing, we've kind of put the cart in front of the horse, for lack of a better term. Right. Uh, with the whole, um, what? Well, two things. We, we don't have the charging stations up and running, but also our our uh, our our grid and everything else in the state can't handle if you start charging all these vehicles anyway. Right. We're not set up for this. I mean. And and the the structure of of it needs some serious overhauling to right. be able to do this. So or better planning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it would have been. Bad. Right. <laughs> we seem to just jump off the cliff sometimes. For well, fun. It, it would seem to me that the best course of action for something like that, especially when you don't even have a solar network set up to charge those stations, mm-hmm. so that it's you know it's self sustaining. What are you going to do? You're going to wait for the you know, hydro electricity to come and charge all these charging stations uh, especially uh, when we're having all these issues right now with sgg and e you know down here or god forbid you know in some other part of the state where the energy crisis is you know even greater yeah it, there's there's no answers there right but i'm not supposed to have the answers either right. I, i'm just watching the catastrophe happen right. what, well, you're not a paid official no 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 <laughs> no and i didn't come up with this great idea right so all I know is when there was 65 uh, 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 EVs lined up to uh, charge there in Baker, I drove right by them in my gasoline truck. So, yeah. Or I could have just pulled in and gone to the gas station, put gas in. So I, there's a funny story that I tell I, you probably, obviously you weren't here when I told it before. But the point is, is that um, we did a ride in Washington State. I do a lot of enduro rides. Mm. And a friend of mine, John, they lived in Reno him and his uh another guy that rides with us <laughs> so the other guy has a tesla and they decided they're gonna tow, well his friend decided hey i got a great idea we'll tow the motorcycle trailer with the tesla and and we'll tow it uh up to uh um uh washington state we'll leave reno and go, go up there so but uh what <laughs> they so they did so but so i asked john i was like how how was that like he's like the worst thing i ever did right and i was like why he's like every you know, he goes you know when i'm driving my truck like you driving your truck got a motorcycle and you stop fill up with gas you might grab a sandwich or something jump back in the truck and off you go right mm-hmm. and you eat while you drive one he's all no no i eat dinner like seven times he's all that thing's got to charge for an hour so we sit there all so right. every time we stopped he's all i had dinner he's all i ate a lot mm-hmm. like he's all a lot of wasted time too like sitting around right i'm like good point so not not great i always say like those cars if you live here in San Diego, and you have a charging station at your home, and you run around town all day long and stuff like that normally, and then you charge it at night, that'd be a great car for that. Right. It really would. I mean, that, I, I get it. Perfect. But it's an expensive golf cart. It is an expensive golf cart. Um, but same time, you don't have to go to the gas station, and you don't have to, you right. know. And if you have solar on your house, and you're not really paying, I mean, what a great idea. Right. Okay, I get it. There's a great I just don't see it as a... Um, 
making everybody own those cars for people that like like me that go somewhere like drive to Washington State to go for a ride or whatever. I I don't want to do that. Right. I'm not interested. Or, in or somebody who's like a low income family. Correct. You know what I mean? Because somebody somebody's a low income family won't have solar, so they're going to have to wait for one of those stations to open up in order to charge their vehicle, and then you know continue and on with their life. You look at the cost. That go look at the cost of what they charge at those stations to actually charge your vehicle. Right. So it's not cost effective versus uh, gasoline. And you know, there's so many things we we can go through with this that's that makes this kind of ridiculous. And the number one thing that makes it so ridiculous for me. Is it's not those cars from from the beginning to the end, from cradle to grave, that car has a bigger carbon footprint than your truck, right? To produce and all that, because the amount of millions of tons of earth they have to unearth along. By the way, a big diesel truck, it's not electric. There's right. big digging things and whatever they use, and uh, for the minerals to even make the batteries for right. these is ridiculous. So this is not a great thing for it's not a great solution and no, no it's a terrible solution right. um well, i mean it's got great intent well everybody has great intent right like i said and like it works for some things but not for others obviously but it to force everybody to own one of these and have only that kind of vehicle mm-hmm. that's ridiculous right. um the second part to this is um think about this what if you live in like a condo or i or a or a or an apartment complex. Well, maybe the apartment complex is going to put those in, but you'll have to pay to charge. Right. I mean, you'll have to pay. No, 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 no. no. no I, I get it. So, but if you live in a condo, the cost of installing a charger for that thing, like to your parking spot, I was reading the thing, like $25,000. So you're going to buy an EV and then you're going to pay $25,000 to have a charging station put in. I was going to say, literally, my apartment complex just announced uh, last month that they installed three spaces. That's it so far uh, and uh, i don't think that's going to even hold up like a minimum percentage no, of how but, many people are going to have to own electric cars by 2035 i know in so, order to charge those cars yeah and then, spots. And i know they're probably going to install more but well, no gonna but you're to. gonna have to pay yep. yeah but you, and it's going to be expensive mm-hmm. like it's ex- oh, it's not even cost effective now like to use if those ones were working in the mall parking right. lot if they were working right there are some that work there though right over by the i don't know i i think uh uh in on the uh Upper parking lot there. There's some that have been oh, that there. Amazon for, Depot. Yeah, over yeah, yeah, the, the the old Sears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. Yeah, which is another uh, crazy thing. Um, I also heard that uh, Costco is supposed to go in there. Uh, I, I believe they're still waiting for the city of Escondido to sign off on that. I don't see there being any issues with that, but I think that they want to have the the right to refusal, even though they probably won't refuse it. Yeah, I couldn't see why. I mean, yeah. they, they get tax dollars off everything that's sold. Although I hear one of the concerns is uh, parking, not parking, uh, traffic. traffic coming in and out of the mall area. I don't, the, that mall and getting in and out is not set up the best, that's for sure. Uh, I, During Christmas time, it's very interesting. It'll be it, like that. It's, it's more than interesting. <laughs> it'll, it'll be, it'll be kind of like that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so they might have to, uh, uh, Costco might have to pay to change the whole entrance to that place. That'd be interesting. Well, I mean, that's going to be another five-year deal. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. I don't know. So you know, off the subject, but that, and I know we're talking about EVs here and stuff. But uh, um, also that, from what I understand, um, the the mall is owned by a. I think Westfield, I believe, owns the mall itself. Right. But the property it sits on. It's still owned by the city of Escondido, right? So they, they, oh, is that the that is the truth then? Yeah. Okay. So they they rent the land to them, right? They lease it to them. Yeah, they lease lease right. the land for like they get ninety nine year lease on it or something. Something Probably ridiculous something. like that. Well, well, what else are you going to do with it? <clears throat> there's now a there's a mall on it. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do with it? Right. So anyway, uh, the, the whole charging thing though, when talking about yeah, it's it's so interesting, but the the cost. I was just reading another article about how the cost has gone up on trying to charge. It's it's a ridiculous amount of money. Right. So it's not cost effective. You're not yeah yeah you don't have stop at the gas station, but you know you're still not saving any money if you have to charge your car. Though right. the only people that that's cost effective for are if you have a charging station at home and you have solar. Right. If you're a homeowner with solar panels already attached to your house, because that was one of the conversations that me and my wife were having, because she wants to be more viol- you know, environmentally, you know, responsible. You can let her know that I, that car's not environmentally responsible. None of them. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> that's not a conversation right, I right. have. <laughs> but anyway, so I told 
what I my suggestion for her was is like before you go out and buy a electric vehicle that we need to set the house with solar mm-hmm. so that we can start to eliminate an electric bill. I mean, obviously, we can't get away from natural gas. Um, and then solar, then we can do your electric vehicle, and that way that we can you know offset some of the cost. But if you're going to go electric car, then do solar, then you're defeating the purpose because now you have to find a charging station and leave your car there for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. if you can even find one. And then come back to it, and then move about the rest. Correct, of your day. and a, and and also a thing to know about those is when you say extended period of time, um, rapid. They're most of them are rapid chargers, so these cars will charge so full in an hour off a rapid charger. Most cars, right, or so. But when you're also toting around an eight year old, yeah, yeah, no, I understand. But here's the key to that: they also charge a crazy amount. Like you pull into the mall, you put it on the charger. If you leave it there over an hour. The minute it's over an hour, it's like $25 additional charge because they want you off that thing right. so somebody else can use it and they can make dollars that way. So they put this high. So if you go off and you leave your car there and you don't mm-hmm. come back within a certain time, then now you got an extra charge on right. top of it. Not a not a good thing. Right. No, no, I'm waiting it out. I'm gonna keep driving my Ford Ranger. I like like the gas motor. It's it's doing just fine. Yeah. So um, the other option, which is a good option if you want to go, um, is is a hybrid right. vehicle. I mean, you know, so and uh, you could get a plug-in hybrid if you want, uh, or you could just get get a hybrid. You know, and that way you have both. Right. It, it'll charge when it needs right. to. Yes. <laughs> it's all good. Well, I mean, so, then you're also you know eliminating a lot of the carbon. You know, in the atmosphere from having it run off of the electric. You are. Yeah. Yeah. It all, all creates stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, give us a call here. one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related, we'll talk to you about. We're going to take our first break. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego, 1170 AM, 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. You actually have to turn the turn the dial and flip the switch, Brendan. Otherwise, I'm not. I I start talking. I was like, I can't even hear myself. We got calls. I'm type of calls. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to get. It's all good. I appreciate you over there, man. I do. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. So now that I'm back on the air, all right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. Um, give us a call. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. As a bunch of people are. Everybody, hang tight. Just one second. I gotta get this done first. Uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and STAR certified for 30 years, taking care of folks in North County, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved, taking care of folks out there in East County for over 10 years, and West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego over there. Uh, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks uh, over there for uh, uh, heading up on six years, seven years, something like that. A while. And uh, last but not least, right now, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road, Neastgate Mall. AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks over there for over four years. And hey, heads up news, there's a fifth location coming here shortly. I'll let you know when I can tell you where it's going to be. But uh, um, we're working on that right now. Hopefully, all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees, come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio uh, for one simple reason. We never put money ahead of people. Stop in, have your vehicle service repaired, and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer no interest for six months on your vehicle service repair needs on approved credit. And you can also get in and take advantage of our uh, diagnosis or certicare diagnosis. You think you have a transmission problem or other drivability problem? Get in and let uh, my master technicians diagnose it for you. Uh, best money ever spent, I'll tell you this through and through, uh, is on diagnosis by a qualified technician at a 
quality facility. It'll save you a lot of money in the long run. We see a lot of cars that have had repairs done and the problem wasn't fixed. So it's just like throwing parts of cars. We don't need that. It saves you a lot of money to get it fixed right the first time. Um, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram by going to westautomotivegroup.com where you can also make appointments, etc. You can also click on the Automan segments where I'm the Automan for the CW and Fox uh, 5 news different times during the week. Check those out or you can uh, listen to Auto Talk Radio. You can also pick up Auto Talk Radio uh, podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com and tune in. Uh, just uh, go onto one of those and you know, put uh, the answer San Diego 1170. Go to weekend shows and you can grab Auto Talk Radio and download it at your need. Um, you can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. All right, let's do this real quick. Jeff, what's up, brother? Not much, man. How you doing? Oh, good. Are you freezing up here? Is it cold? It's cold as heck up here in Idaho, <laughs> for sure. Is there any chance that you'd be putting that fifth location up here is what I'd like to hear. <laughs> uh, no, it gets too cold up there. You, oh, you, you, you know me. I'm a fair weather guy. <laughs> You'd have to grow some hair then. I'd yes, say, I would. <laughs> For sure. So um, if anybody owned an electric motorcycle, it would be you. Oh, and as you tell. <laughs> no, the only reason I say that is because you do a lot of different motorcycles, and if something cool and you thought was good and worthy, you, you'd, you'd buy it if it came out because you'd ride it. Am I right? Well, oh, most certainly. I think that the, the I think it's a need in the market, just kind of the way the e bicycle has taken over um i think it it puts more people in the market it puts kids in the backyard riding and training without all the noise and the added pollution into the air i think it's an added very true big benefit i think it would be too the only place i don't see it as a benefit is some of the places like we ride like up on top of a mountain when the thing runs out of charge and i'm stuck there staring at each other trying to figure out how we're getting out of there um unless they're going to put a charging station on top of every hill uh, solar panels, yeah, we're we're definitely going to have to work out that situation. But I do I do agree with the whole thing. Like, if you want to teach your kid to ride, you know, in the backyard, I mean, you, you build a little track and they can cruise around, you know, or that'd be a great idea for that. And and also street bikes. I mean, just like cars, not a bad idea, you know. And you could charge it at home, and you could spend the day uh, cruising all over the place in in your town or whatever. So I I think I think uh, there is a definite uh, market there for that. Yeah, I think that the new battery technology has they do have in cars nowadays. So, what are you doing at West uh, uh, Side Automotive for um, like battery technology and stuff like that on the Priuses and the Teslas and stuff like that? I mean, that's got to be a new challenge. Uh, now, we've been working on hybrids for fifteen years, so it's kind uh-huh. of kind of the same thing. I mean, it is what it is. We replace those batteries, you know. And I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, all the factory software, which is what we use a lot for diagnosis, um, like uh, Toyota TechStream, you can go in on, on the Prius and we can check the different cells through the software, through the laptop, and figure mm-hmm. out what's going on with the battery. You know, and, and a lot of times those batteries, what happens is a cell just fails in to- inside of them. So, and when, oh. th- when that happens, then you end up replacing the whole battery. We've learned a lot about those. In the beginning... There used to be people that said they reman- they remanufactured those batteries, um, and 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 the manufacturers do do that. But these people were doing it like open little facilities. But what they would do is test the cells and just replace one cell and call it remanufactured. Mm-hmm. Well, we we don't buy those. After a while, we figured out that you end up taking a minute out of the car because it seems that if you don't replace all the cells in the battery and and tune everything up, they, they fail a lot. So we'd put it in right. a car, and the car would be back for warranty. So after a, doing a few of those batteries, we decided we we just go with the manufacturer's batteries. Yeah, they are expensive as heck, though. So like a Prius battery runs thirty five to $4,000, $3,500 to $4,000 just for the battery. Some of those batteries, like Nissan's hybrids, mm-hmm. batteries are $10,000. Well, that's kind of like in the trucking business that I have, right? I mean, you see this new push to have electric trucks, electric semi-trucks bringing product. The problem is the battery technology hasn't caught up to the long-haul market to bring it to, you know, a little oh. freight from Idaho down to L.A. But it will in time. and Oh, some, be, someday uh, it will for sure. Yeah. But still, yeah. at the same time, you do have to keep in mind that, that one of the things we were talking about to this is, is that the uh, – um, 
um, charging stations, charging stations, and all that. We we do not have um, the grids not set up for that. We're not we're, our infrastructure's not ready. You're right, mm-hmm. not ready whatsoever. So and uh, yeah, and also yeah. to build those things is uh, technology that we have now with unearthing all the material. They're not good for the environment either. So I, you know, everybody keeps saying, well, you know, driving one of these trees, trees, we're driving one of these cars, you know, we're saving the environment, but actually the carbon footprint on them to produce them is way higher than, than, than your normal diesel truck that you drive from cradle to grave. Well, if you got a diesel truck now that costs you $200,000 and you turn around and got to pay 400 for an electric truck, your head of, your head of lettuce goes from being 2 bucks to 20 bucks. Exactly. And the carbon footprint just to pay for that head of lettuce. I'm not against it. I'm a, I'm all about the new, you know, you know, helping uh our carbon footprint and and helping, you know, the environment and doing our fair share, but uh it's got to be Finance fiscally responsible too. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. They just need to, like I said, to make those worthy that better than the uh, what we're doing now. We we have a lot to go. The technology needs to catch up, and we need to be able to build them with less materials than we're unearthing to build them now because carbon footprint on them is not good right now. So, all good. Hey, good to talk well, to you, my friend. Dude, you've been awesome, man. I appreciate you. I'm kind of bummed to hear that you're. Uh, that your fifth location is not going to be up here in Idaho. But anyways, hey, we'll catch you when we're back down in San Diego area. One way or another, man. we got to do a ride again soon. We must. See you later. Take care, brother. Bye. Always good to talk to Jeff. It's cold up there right now. I've done a bunch of riding up in Idaho with him, so good stuff. Let's see here real quick. Let's grab Don real quick. Good morning, Don. You there, Don? Did we lose Don? Yep, oh, I don't I don't I don't know where Don went to. Are you there, Don? All right. Well, Don can call back and I'll be happy to talk to him. He was calling about his Toyota Matrix. I believe he spoke to me previously about a concern that he had had. But uh all right, folks, we're gonna take our last break here real quick. But give us a call one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related, happy to talk to you about my friends. Um, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM. Be right back. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock all right folks welcome back to auto talk radio appreciate you joining us as always 1-888-344-1170 anything automotive related we're talking all car stuff and hybrid stuff and ev stuff and even got into a little bit of motorcycle ev stuff as far as that goes, um, it's just interesting. We were discussing it in the break, uh, um, how all this comes about. And once again, the technology needs to be better. Our infrastructure needs to be better. So many things that just don't work for this. <laughs> well, but there's a lot of things that need to be set up and in, in place in order for you to mandate it for statewide. Correct. You know what I mean? And, and if you can't actually make it work but and then make it a mandate then why are we pushing so hard for it i mean like i said it's a great idea you know what and and what it comes down to for me is you know it's all fine but you're you're mandating this and it's not better for the environment right you know i could understand if like hey you know what these cars cut the carbon footprint in half of what a gas car does, right. then, okay, sure, I'm all for that. And I'm all for te- – I love technology, man. I love right. newer stuff. Right. I love the fact that today's cars, we we t- 
test and diagnose them and work on stuff with them with laptop computers. Whereas in, in, in the eighties, I had a fluke meter that I'm like <laughs> testing, like from one spot to the next, like, you know, that's how I used to diagnose BMWs. You know, everything had to be a circuit test with a fluke meter. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I love technology, but this is not better. Right. So when it, when it comes to, so don't sell it to me as that, and don't mandate it. But you, you put it out there. Hey, you can do this and use this. Right. And if you enjoy driving an electric car, then hey, that's fine. Right. Do it, man. But don't don't sell it to me that it's better for the environment when it's it's not. Right. It's not. So that's that's the only that's the only uh, that's a burr I have under my saddle, I guess. Well, that's just somebody who's got a great idea to try and make things better for everyone and generations moving forward, but not looking at the repercussions of what those actions actually are. Correct. Right. Like our government does a lot. What? <laughs> anyway, all good. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other automotive-related battery at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. It is the number one. Interstate batteries are the number one technician-recommended battery worldwide. So if you need an interstate battery or you need a battery for one of your vehicles, uh, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, we'll get you interstate installed. If you need a battery for any other reason, and I mean they have batteries for everything, you can check them out at their storefronts here in San Diego at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th University. That's Interstate Battery, battery for every need. All right, real quick, we're going to catch up with John. He uh, has given us an update on his Toyota. What's up, John? Are you there, John? Keep losing John. Is there anybody out there? Yeah. Are you there, John? Yes. Oh, there you are. Gotcha. How oh. you doing, my friend? We couldn't hear you. Oh, all right. Uh yeah, this is a follow-up from, uh, I called two weeks ago about my 05 uh, Toyota Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got 225,000 miles on it. And uh, out of the blue, uh, I, when I put the car in reverse, it it didn't want to back up smoothly. It the, Chattered. Yes, the car jerked. And uh, it did that... Uh, three or four times and then i uh i drove it home i uh, didn't drive it for three days and uh, mysteriously it, it it worked the reverse worked just fine okay and um i took it out to uh the west automotive group in el cajon mm-hmm. and uh got in there and I told them that uh, whatever happened three or four days prior was not happening that morning. Gotcha. So uh, I'm cross. I've got my fingers crossed that uh, the transmission continues to work fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have another uh, issue. Um, just recently, I got uh, new tires. Uh, Two in November and uh, two uh, about two weeks ago. Okay. And uh, the uh, tire pressure uh, warning light uh, keeps coming on. Now, I haven't had a chance to take it back to the tire shop and mm-hmm. see if, if there's an issue with the tires. Um, hey, well, when you say the warning lights come on, is, are any of the tires dropping pressure? Well, that's that's a good question because uh, I I haven't taken it back since okay. the uh, the the newest tires were mounted a couple of weeks ago. Gotcha. But uh, my question is, how do those uh, uh, that tire pressure monitoring system work? Uh, now, this is an O five matrix and. Now there's passive systems and uh, non-passive systems, correct? Well, there, there's a couple different ways that that those work. But on, on your vehicle, there there's a signal that comes, and and the body control module receives that signal, which is tells it what the pressure is in the tire. So that's oh. that's really how it's done. Okay. 
So the, it actually reads. So it reads the signal, and as long as the the sensor is working properly, then it knows what the pressure is in the tire. Now, if the sensor fails, it can turn on the tire pressure monitoring light, or you may have a tire that's actually leaking. In your case, I mean, you know, um, so we want to be careful with that because driving around on a low tire, it eats up the interior sidewalls of the tire, and it will destroy the tire. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Well. Sounds like uh, I need to get myself back to the tire shop and make well, certain. Yeah, make or certain or at least check the tire pressure on your tires. You could do that yourself too, if sure, you. Sure. You know, and if low, top it off, and then obviously get in. But uh, yeah, so one of two things could have happened. One of the sensors. I mean, sometimes they just fail. It could have just failed, uh, or one could have got damaged during the installation of the tires, uh, or you could have a tire that's leaking and it's actually doing its job. So there, there's three things that could go on there. I see. All right. So, yeah, I would get it. uh, 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 I check the tire pressure, number one, if you're driving the car. That's important. And if you have to top it off, but then get it back to the tire facility and let them, uh, uh, especially if you got a tire that's going low because there's something, you just had a new tire put on. There's something going on there then. All right. Need to get that addressed. Okay. All righty. All right. Hey, John, good to hear from you. All right. Well, thank you. No problem. You have a wonderful weekend, and let me know how the tire thing works out, all right? Okay, I I will. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Take care. Be safe. All right. Bye. Bye. So, good stuff there. Let's see. Good morning, Enrique. Good morning. How are you doing today? Super. Good, good. I see you have a 2016 Nissan Maxima issue. Yeah. What's going on so with it? My wife drives this Maxima, um, and what's been happening is um, whenever she makes a left turn, mm-hmm. whether on flat surface or up a hill, um, the car stalls. Now, the last couple of times that it happened, it didn't turn off, but she wasn't able to get any power. Like, she'd hit the gas, and the car would barely move. It was sputtering um and yesterday it happened again um she says that the the they basically the, the car died so she, okay. she um charged the battery again and got it started but it wouldn't go um so i don't know What's so kind of when, an issue that can... Well, a couple things. When this happens, the car's running real rough. Sometimes and sometimes it just stalls. Is that correct? Um, so she's going, like, she's at a, let's just say she's at a red light. Uh-huh. She's driving perfectly. And then as soon as she goes to make the left-hand turn, it, it'll stall. Okay. Um, and when, she, when you say make a left-hand turn, just any left-hand turn or a hard, where you... St- crank the steering wheel all the way left-hand turn or or just I- anytime she turns left no matter how minor of or major of a turn it is correct huh interesting uh could have something to do with I, I i've seen all kinds of weird things with cars something could be might have a mount that's starting to separate and when you turn that direction the motor twists and pull i've seen air boots pull apart i've seen wiring connectors pull i mean there could be because uh, it doesn't happen when you turn right, correct? It does not happen when she turns right now. Something weird's going on there, for sure. That's a good one. I can't give you an answer to what, what's causing it, but if it's only yeah. turning left, somehow something's, something's, shifting. something's shifting, I would have to say. Something's not right. So you're, you're going to need to get in and have somebody take a look at uh, uh, what happens when this car turns turns left. Something's getting pulled on. Okay. And, and I'll be very interested to know what's caused this, for sure, but... But uh, yeah, you need to get get it to somebody that that uh, obviously can. Uh, yeah, I see you're up in Santa Clarita, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just you know find a, somebody good and reputable and get the car in and have them take a look at it. But I I would really like to have you report back to me what that is because uh, um, I don't know. But I've seen a lot of weird things with cars. So and okay. and, and I I've said a lot of things in my life like oh that couldn't be caused by that and then all of a sudden you look at it, you go whoa. Never seen that happen before, yeah. but so you you probably have one of those never seen that happen before things going on, but uh, <laughs> now it's happened. So sure. yeah, but yeah. I, I am very interested to know. But I would I if I had to guess, something shifting when that car turns and um, 
left and therefore it's pulling on something or it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, dis- disconnecting something. Uh, I've seen all kinds of weird things like that happen, especially if we got a mouth that started to separate or has separated. Uh, then the engine can lift up at certain points when you put it under different stress points. And it, it's yeah. obviously happening when turning left. Let me ask you a question really quick. So sure. there was um, so the day before yesterday, she was on an incline and the car just stalled. She mm-hmm. turned it back on. And when she turned it back on, she was hitting the gas and it wasn't going again. Like it, like it just, hmm. it was sputtering. Like it was like, it was like if the muffler was clogged or something like that, like, yeah, like if there's no airflow going through or, it, yeah, once again, there's something weird is going on. Like, if you were pulling uh, the cold, um, the the induction air boot off of the mass airflow sensor because the motor was moving or something, you could have issues like that. Or if okay. the other thing is we used to see a lot is those rubber boots that go between what's called the mass airflow sensor, which meters the air and tells the computer how much air is coming in so it can figure out how much fuel to make the injectors, You know how long they're open per milliseconds. Those boots, uh-huh. if you get a hole in one and you stress the motor in the right direction, it opens the boot up and it can cause drivability concerns like that. And then you let off of it, it goes back into position and now it runs fine. So something like that could be going on with this car. Well, quick question. Okay. Is is the sharper the turn, the, the more severe the issue or is it, it doesn't matter at all? Um, I think that she's, it's, so yesterday, when it happened yesterday, she was in a hard U-turn. Okay, and but then it, it like died. A lot, and then it just died. Right. So the more the more uh, severe the left, the more severe the the issue. Well, no, it's. I don't think it's the more severe because it's happened when she makes just a regular left hand turn, sweeping. You turn. know. So so in a sweeping turn, it, it it starts to sputter, but it doesn't exactly die. Uh, no, it's. It's happened where it died completely. It was there was one time where she was making a turn and it sputtered. Yeah, some but, some reason when the the stress of this car turning left is put on on the engine to drive Billy, something is causing it to do that. Uh, like I said, I'll be very interested to know, but it's very tough to say what it is. But I can speculate. I can yeah. run down a list of things that could do this. But uh, I, I'm really interested. If, yeah, get get it into somebody and and please give me a call back and let me know what it was. Fantastic. I absolutely will. Thanks so much. Great talk to you, man. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. You too. Thanks, fellas. Have a yeah. good one. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's interesting. That's crazy. Well, I've seen a yeah, lot yeah, yeah. of things happen on cars over, 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 over 35 years of doing this, so it's interesting for sure. Uh, let's see what Mike's got going on. What you got going on, Mike? Oh, hey. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. No hey, look, uh, I got... Uh, a couple of cars and uh well one's a O2 uh Frontier and uh and a 96 uh, Taurus and frankly I don't drive anymore mm-hmm. and it's going to be like I might put a thousand miles a year on a car so I'm just wondering does oil like break down should I tra- uh have it changed because of my driving habits and and how about all the other stuff like the coolant and the transmission and stuff like that yeah so engine oil even though you're not driving it it actually absorbs moisture and that it starts to to have issues so when you say like leaving it for 3 years to drive 3000 miles would be a bad idea usually folks yeah. in your situation what what we say is you know what um yearly as far as engine oil minimum yearly have have the engine oil replaced new engine oil and filter and that because because you're dri- only driving a thousand miles, you probably do really short trips too. I presume is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, and that's even worse on the oil as far as that goes. Um, the transmission, you know, usually we say eighteen to twenty thousand miles. So, um, it, it it and it doesn't have that whole combustion uh, issue going on as far as like the engine oil. So, you you know, two three years. That's what I do with with that. As far as coolant, um, it tends to break down uh, through time and mileage also. So usually like the, and the, those vehicles have extended life coolant. Three, three years is when you're going to want to change out the coolant. It just keeps um, because it does break down. And, and it'll keep from causing uh, a calcification problems inside the cooling system and stuff like that. 
Yeah. How so. about the um, actually like like the the Taurus? I I frankly I never drive, so I was wondering uh, if I. How long do I have to? Do you have to run it there so like the parts don't get rusted or something like that? Does that make sense to you? You know what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, so here's the thing about that. So seals, what you'll see more of, like engine engine seals. Um, if the engine's not run for long periods of time, the rubber seals they don't keep oil on them and they don't stay pliable. So yeah. you'll end up with some engine oil, uh, oil leaks. You'll end up things like that happen. So. Uh, a car sitting is almost as bad as a car that you drive too much. So, right, you know, right. as far as that, it gets wear and tear. Um, so it'd be a good idea to uh, at least every couple of weeks, you know, run her around the block or something like that, bring her up to operating temperature. So as far as that goes, you know, um, short trips are hard on a car too. But as long as you get it up to operating temperature, you you burn all the uh, moisture out of the exhaust. It's not dripping moisture out of it anymore. And operating temperature then you know you 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 keep uh getting rid of some of that moisture and stuff like that in all the systems so you should should drive it here and there <laughs> or get a grand kid to come over and drive it around for you or something <laughs> you know somebody should drive it <laughs> if that right, if that makes fine. sense yeah it does thanks a lot brian no problem mike great to talk to you have a wonderful safe weekend thanks for listening thank you bye bye it's a good 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 question let's see here you got Frank in Chula Vista. He's got an electrical vehicle question. What do you got going, Frank? Yeah, well, you guys take care of my little uh, my little uh, electric uh, plug-in. That, and uh, can you take Wait, care do of you have diesel, a you have a Volt? <laughs> no, but you have a is that is your your uh, is that a le- uh, a hi- that's a hybrid though, right? That you have yeah the Kia Kia plug-in. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay, yeah, plug-in yeah, plug-in you, hybrid. When you made yeah, when you made that comment about uh, how how handy those are around town. You know that's that's what's crazy thing. Our governor says you got to go all electric. What they should have done is the hybrid electric if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. You know? that instead of this hundred percent. That way you won't be sitting in Baker in a seventy car line waiting to charge your car when you're on the way to Vegas. <laughs> exactly. You know, I told you that we uh, for Thanksgiving we went up to Washington, all the way near the uh, Canadian border for to visit my daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that that hybrid was great, fifty one miles a gallon. You know. It's, and once you got out of California, the price dropped. You know? <laughs> the only thing you got to be a little careful with them is 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 if you use them just around town. A lot of times they don't burn hardly any fuel. When they don't burn yeah. any fuel, over time the gasoline can start to break down inside of them. So um, uh, it's good to run them like that. You know, running it all the way up there and back. That's great for that car. So number one, it it runs the charging system well, and it also uses up a little bit of fuel and and uh, keeps all systems working properly. Yeah, you, uh, you you helped me with that. I, I called you just before I left because I forgot and left the dome light on. Oh, that's and, right. <laughs> you remember that? And the guy before he said, oh, it's cheap. You have to take it into Toyota and get it fixed. Well, with a key, I just put the charger on it. And put the charger. And and we, there you and go. Put the charger on it. Day. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyway, I was, I was suggesting that, that, you know, if you run for governor, I'd like to uh, – put a boat in for you <laughs> yeah. and, and i also would uh, i'd also like to put a vote in um for a chula vista down here it's not that i don't mind going to the guys in el Cajon and, and driving up to see you but you know you, you're, you know. well that that might be uh location number six so <laughs> <laughs> but uh well, i will keep that in mind for the next one for sure yeah well listen i've got something here for you that uh, you might be able to help me with. Sure. If, uh, if I'm not driving my electric car and I hit somebody, uh-huh. can I be charged with battery? <laughs> That's a perfect joke. I got to remember that automotive joke. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that last week, and I said I got to call you, but I've had this stupid cold cough, and I couldn't didn't think I'd be able to talk on the phone. And last last question is, how's Kevin doing? He's doing good, doing really good. Oh, great. so yeah, doing doing great, and uh, hopefully be back uh, here with me here shortly oh that's great that's great. i appreciate you asking man yeah yeah well listen you guys i haven't even had a chance to talk to you since last year so happy it's new been a, year. yeah thank you <laughs> yeah happy new year to you too it's been a while yeah. and uh glad glad All you're right. feeling a little better oh i'm feeling great i'm glad kevin's coming back all right i'll catch you guys later and thank you very much for you, your call. you got it frank great <laughs> to talk to you take care all right bye-bye always good stuff always good stuff brent brendan's gonna uh Brendan, you got a call ringing in. No, you don't. I'm sorry. Okay. I I I 
I saw that everything went went blank on the on the sheet here, so um, that was a question. Anyway, uh, we're running down to the end of the hour here for sure. Like what I what yeah I was going to say what Brendan's going to do is start pounding on the window like a monkey in a cage, but then somebody might say that I'm insulting monkeys, so we don't want that, do we? No, did you did you need to clarify or clear up anything that has to do with uh, bugs? If you if you want me to, I'll clarify. It I do. Quick. I I okay, love fine, the garden fine, guys. Fine. I okay, want to make okay. sure we're on topic. So here. there's the, so the insects are eating the the citrus trees and the and the bacteria that's in them and, and carrying these, it to another tree. Correct. So these wasps eat these uh, insects. So they're not helping. Exactly. Oh, the wasps eat the insects that are eating the bacteria. Correct. Correct. Oh, but gotcha. they're not the wasp enough wasps exactly. to eat. The, to eat all those, in- gotcha. Correct. All right, yeah. I'm glad you clarified yeah. that. We want it, we want to be on spot here with everything. Gotcha. I don't want anybody. Uh, getting- if I can throw in one more thing, sure. super quick. Uh, I don't be- know if you heard. Uh, the federal government has thrown in very quickly the uh, right to repair bill uh, in the House of Representatives. Yep. I know it got uh, crashed down here in California back in June. I want to say of last year. So uh, we got to keep our eye on on that yeah. one because that's a federal bill specifically, yeah, not a state the, one. Yeah, the Massachusetts one went through year, a couple years ago, but uh, the Right to Repair Act is what it's called. Yes, and and hopefully it goes through because it helps you as consumers also. That way, you're not mandated to the only people that can give out information. Uh, you know, the manufacturers were trying to hold a bunch of stuff back. That way, you got a choice to where you can have your car fixed for sure. So anyway. San Diego and everybody else out there, we'll be talking more about that next week for sure. Uh, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. We appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. As always, it's always good to have you. And I appreciate all the callers. Great stuff for sure. And if I told you to call me back with what's going on with your car, please do so. I look forward to it. Everybody be safe. Be good. This has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll catch you next Saturday live. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.